and welcome to the Amanda Reed Podcast. I am your host and teaching cheerleader, Amanda. I am a former teacher, Indiana-based, and now live in Savannah, Georgia, helping teachers start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Tune in every week as I chat about all things teacher-related, creating healthy habits while still teaching, what to do if you are burnt out, and what and how to turn to when you are ready to walk away from the profession. My goal is to guide you to living your best life. Today's episode with our special guest, this is as real and raw as it gets. So you're going to find today that the internet went in and out a little bit at a few segmented places, um, but it will still show you and you can listen to our conversation. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now, let's get into it. Hello, teachers. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited. I have a guest here with me today, Jenna Hodge. Um, she is a motherhood coach, and I thought she would be a very valuable resource to all of you teachers who are mothers out there. So welcome, Jenna. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. Um, so I'm actually, I'm just going to dive right in. We're just going to go ahead and get this conversation started. So Jenna, can you tell the listeners a little bit about your background and how you got started with your business? Yeah, so I had my first son before like my peers did. Um, so I didn't really have like the motherhood community. And my first experience into being a mom, my postpartum season, all that was uh, very challenging. Mm -hmm. And so since it was rough in and of itself and not having that community um, was really hard on me, I got to a very low point um, to where I decided like something drastic has to change or I can't keep living like this. I was extremely sleep deprived, healing from a very rough birth and he was sleep deprived and he wasn't thriving. And so <clears throat> it was a very uh, desperate situation. And thankfully, like I chose to make that really bad situation good instead of the opposite you know yes. for some mom's dog which is sad and um so I just did like a lot of research a lot lot of research um really studied my baby got to know him and how babies really work I thought I knew everything about babies and toddlers and kids prior to becoming a mom because I babysat loved kids and everything and when you become a mom that's very um humbling yeah you think you know everything yep <laughs> actually go through day by day the whole spiel and it's all your job um so yeah I learned a lot and applied everything I learned got him sleeping better got his health things figured out I was working on myself and I was sleeping better now I'm feeling more like human um yeah and, then, <laughs> yeah and then I got pregnant again a few months later um my first son was seven months when I got pregnant for the second time so wow you would that that would like scare me Mm -hmm. Um, after what I just been through, but actually his pregnancy and my postpartum with him and birth was so much better, um, 10,000 times better than my first one. Um, so I've, that really like kind of empowered me, I guess. Um, I felt way more confident as a mom. Um, I felt better as a human being. I was healthier. Mm -hmm. Um, still most of my friends had not, not even gotten married, much less had kids yet. So I was still like kind of ahead of the game in that I was kind of yeah. still in that season by myself. Uh -huh. Um, 
And so right after, a few months after I had my second one, I decided to start blogging and just wanted to share what I've been through with other moms just so that they didn't feel alone, like kind of how I did. And I didn't really have like those resources to turn to. Like, I feel like motherhood communities are so big now. Sure. And they may yes. have been big back then, but I didn't know about them because um, I didn't have friends telling me. I just had like right. several generations older than me telling me stuff that wasn't, it was kind, but it wasn't very applicable or helpful, honestly. Right. So, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I just decided to start blogging. And then um, I, a few, let me see the math, a few years later after that, I really wanted to do something more personal and like really help moms one-on-one as I go into coaching Mm-hmm. Um, I had my third son after that too, went through a whole different whirlwind again with him, learned even more stuff, more so about um, me this time and um, postpartum and health of a mom and everything. Um, I already, already knew babies and kids stuff at this point. I was confident in that area, but now it's more so like um, what birth and pregnancy and postpartum can really do to the mom, both yes. physically, mentally, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was already really into health and wellness and taking care of myself to begin with, but I struggled with all that and didn't, could understand why I was putting in the effort and not seeing any return. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically long story short, went to a regular doctor, they didn't really take me seriously and finally decided to go to a functional medicine doctor because they listened and I've been working with her for almost a year now and like 10,000 times better than I was. So um, all the things I've learned in the past uh, five years of being a mom, because I had three babies in four years. My oldest is five now. I share with other moms to help them get through those years because it can be rough. Wow. That is like a huge, incredible journey testimony to all the moms out there, all the moms who wish to become moms. Wow. So, so mm-hmm. amazing. Um, I can kind of relate with you a little bit on like the the side of it going you know seeing a functional medicine doctor and really trying to solve and get to the root which I finally have made a breakthrough so I know how amazing that feels you know how amazing that feels and it just it just makes you a better mom in general as a whole mm-hmm. um so as far you know momming motherhood all of those things how or what does your day look like as far as how you run a business, being a mom and just, you know, life in general. Yeah. Like doing it all. <laughs> yeah. I know that's a loaded question. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, and it's going to look different for everybody, but that's what I like try to tell moms is like, you can do it all. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like, um, you can, it's easy to get into the camp of like victim mentality or martyrdom or like complacency like well I'm a mom now so blank so that means I'll never get my body back I'll never have time for myself will I ever get hobbies or be able to go out with friends or um can I go back to work again like all these kind of things that just seem like impossible either because we believe that or other people have told us that and we've chosen to believe that um or we haven't been in a physical or mental state to be able to look at our life differently and change things um and I feel like it all starts with your mindset and your perspective on it. <laughs> and um, for me, like, and I'm preaching to the choir because it's something I had to learn at first, but um, yep. I'm also kind of stubborn and a control freak. So when things don't go the way I like them to mm-hmm. um, in the past, and that's also has to do with anxiety. Anybody who struggles with anxiety, it's a control issue. Um, yep. Speaking from experience, uh, calling us all out, but that's really what it is. Yes. And it's fear based and all that. And um, just having a different mindset of like, okay, here's the 
one, try to accept the season that you're in because one, it's a season. Very few things in life are permanent. Very few things. Mm-hmm. If you really look at that, accept the season that you're in and stop trying to control what you can't control. Um, like for example, okay, I have three little boys. I'm not going to try to make it my life look as if I have three teenage boys right. who can take care of themselves. Who can, you know, like I'm not going to try to put all these expectations on my kids or the season that I'm in. That's just not possible right now, mm-hmm. right now. I'm putting that up in because like, doesn't mean it can't be possible but also find what you can control in the season that you're in. So that's what I do. Like, okay, I've let, let go and put in quotes, kind of my house a little bit because I have three little boys and yes, I do claim because I'm also like the control freak, but I've had to let go of some of that stuff because some other things are way more important to me. My physical health is way more important to me. My sleep is more important to me. My business is more important to me than spending all of my time picking up after my children that when it's just going to get destroyed in two seconds. <laughs> Absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, you would say, okay, do it while they're sleeping. Well, while they're sleeping, I need to do the things that are more important that I cannot do while they're awake, which I can clean while they're around. Um, You know, like I prefer to work out alone because it's my me time Mm -hmm. and it's more effective working. I can be more effective with my work. Um, Now, there are some things sometimes I have to mix the two. And that's what you guys got to figure out, you know, for you and your family dynamic and all that. Like I do work. A lot of, cause I don't have, um, day, like daycare nannies, things like that. Like my, sure. some of my kids are at school, but at different times, I almost always have one child with me at all times during daytime hours while my middle one sits next to me on the iPad and plays educational games. Sure. He is an independent player, works well that way. Mm-hmm. He's getting his screen time while I get my screen time so I can do that and go free. Um, right. And yeah, is it ideal for him to be on the screen for a little bit? No, but do I need to work to help support our family? Yes. And this is what I have to do because I don't have someone taking care of him at that time to do so. So you just have to like take, like I said, take control of what you can and let go of the things that you can't. And for that season and stop trying to wish away where you're at right now so you can get later here now because that's not possible and then you're going to miss out on the here and now you know it works for us he loves it and um he's still right next to me I can monitor what he's doing he likes to be with me Mm -hmm. um and it's fine and that works and I get in workouts in before they wake up because like I said I enjoy doing that alone yes um got it done already starts my day off on the right foot I'm working on trying to go to bed a little bit earlier to make up for that lost sleep Uh because I know it's very important for moms Um, and I have a tendency to just kind of prioritize your sleep, but um, there are ways to fit in everything else you want to do throughout the day, I promise. I love that advice. Don't wish away the season that you're in. I love when you said that. Um, so, yeah, such good points there mm-hmm. for all of the moms. Um, so I'm thinking... Now, like thinking about our listeners, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Teachers are like, so many are leaving. So many are wanting to really tap into like their skills, their dreams. So how would you say, how can teachers get started doing what you do as a motherhood coach? Um, Doing like what I specifically do or just working for themselves on whatever they want to do? Either one. 
Um, I would say, okay, I'll start by telling a little bit of my personal story because it kind of makes sense. Sure. Um, I didn't like, I wouldn't say fall into this. I went to college but never graduated and went to three different colleges and changed my major multiple times mm-hmm. around the same kind of degrees and areas. Um, but I never had that career goal in mind that I wanted, oh, like, I want to be a vet. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go study vet. Like, that makes sense. And so I would just say, oh, all these things sound fun, but at the end of the day, you're getting that degree for a specific job. And I didn't have that job set like, oh, this is what I want to do. And I tried a few things out. I was like, eh, no, no. The only thing I knew for sure without a shadow of a doubt is I wanted to be a wife and a mom. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> thankfully, I am those two. Um, and it worked out for me in that area. But um, I had to go through all those things to figure that out, that it's okay that I didn't wind up that way. Um, because I know, unfortunately, a lot of people get degrees and they don't even use them. So I wasn't one of those people. I just quit college and was like, well, I'm going to work until, um, I don't have to anymore. (laughs) I work for someone and I personally have the entrepreneurial spirit. I always wanted to, maybe it's the control freak of me, always wanted to do what I wanted to do. And, um, I don't like doing things a certain way. I don't like being told to do things a certain way. So, um, doing things on my own was really cool. But also I will tell anyone who wants to start their own business, especially when you do it alone and don't have anyone like teaching you, it takes a lot longer. It's not impossible, but um, I've done a lot of it on my own. I don't have like a team. I figure out things as I go. Um, I've invested in a couple of things. Um, But, and I would say do some, if you can invest, absolutely do invest, but don't just go right off the bat. I would say, um, Follow some people, really get to learn who you want to learn from. Sure. Um, what are they doing? How are they successful? Do you like their teaching style? All that. Mm-hmm. Um, before you just like drop some money down on someone. Yes. Um, <laughs> as far as like the motherhood coaching thing, I didn't invest anything in as far as that goes, like that specific niche. That's just from my own personal experiences and what I have learned. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like the technical side of things, when it comes to running a business, yes. Uh, marketing, sales, mm-hmm. um, figuring out how to build a business, all of that. Like, yes, I bare minimum, you need to do some research, but absolutely. I think it helps to invest at least a little bit in something. Like when I started blogging, I did take a blogging course because sure. like the technical side of things can be challenging if you've never done that kind of stuff. Like I learned how to code a little bit and I was like, oh, so I actually started to do it when I was pregnant with my first son and stopped because uh-huh. it scared me much. It seemed too intimidating. So, um, yeah, I would say, uh, definitely just figure out what you want to do and be, don't be afraid to pivot. Cause I pivoted several times yeah. both starting my own business. And after I started my own business, like I started the blogging, now I'm doing this, but I did a lot of things in between trial and error. Um, just depends on if you have people helping you or not, but just know if it's just, you it might take a little bit longer. Sure. It is the long, so you have to keep that in mind. It is the long game and it's very rare to earn money quickly, immediately um, in the right way. Right. A lot of things exactly. tell you that. And that's not necessarily the case, especially if you're by yourself. Yes. Yes. I love that you said that. So while we're thinking about um, all of this, starting a business or starting coaching, whatever it is that teachers are looking at, what is the income potential doing what you're doing? Not necessarily like you know, an exact figure, but just thinking about what the potential is out there. I think it really, I mean, if you're looking at coaching and specifically like that can, 
anything really, you can, you get to set the prices and that's kind of a good and a bad thing because you have to play around with stuff. You don't know what your market is like. Um, Really, if you're offering something good and you're marketing it well, the right client or the right customer will pay whatever they need to pay to get what they want. I mean, if you think about from, if you're the customer or client things that you've paid for in the past Mm -hmm. that you've really wanted the price, if you really wanted it, you made that price tag work for yes, you. Absolutely. You know, think about it that way and re- reverse that. Okay. So now if I'm the one selling stuff, I have to make sure that what I'm selling or what I'm offering is valuable enough for someone to dismiss, either dismiss that price tag and be like, oh, I'm, I'm in. Or, right. okay, that, that price seems like a little unattainable for me right now, but I really want this. So I'm going to work hard to get this. Yes. Um, so either way, you got to make that you're offering like um like I said valuable and what and it is not you don't try to um what's the word like cater to everyone market to everyone Mm -hmm. because you're not going to and that's good when you turn some people away because you're like fine-tuning and weeding out the people that you don't want to work with anyways or that really aren't interested or aren't going to pay or going to or going to fight you on the price or whatever because you really want someone that is really all committed to what you do or what you want or, or what you're offering um, because then, like I said, the price necessarily won't really matter, but I mean, it, it just varies. You have, you can do one-to-one stuff. You can do group coaching stuff. You can do uh, courses. I mean, several, you can do anything from like, I mean, really the sky's the limit, several hundred dollars, less than that. You can do small, um, ticket items and some, some like, uh, like what's the word evergreen kind of content to where it's yeah. like always going, uh-huh. um, the smaller ones or you can do bigger ones or you can do like one-on-one we can charge more group coaching you could charge more hundreds to thousands of dollars i mean people pay crazy amount of money it just depends on if they truly want it yeah if they want it and yep if they see themselves aligning with who they are wanting to look to invest to yep mm-hmm. totally um so if you know as teachers are listening now if they're thinking well i might have some questions for Jenna just on motherhood in general, or I kind of want to ask her some things on her side of the business or, you know, whatever questions they have, where could they find you to ask you questions? Uh, Yeah, I'm on Instagram and TikTok at purpose intended. That's my blog name. Also my website, purposeintended.com, but my coaching page is on there. Um, And then Facebook, Jenna Hodge, and um, you can find me any of those places. Awesome. Great. Um, so let's wrap it up. And what one final piece of advice would you give to teachers who are looking to add a source of income or, you know, leave the classroom? Hmm. Um, I personally wouldn't leave until you've got, I would say start working before you leave on whatever it is you're trying to do, because especially when you're um, on your own getting started out, you want, you need to have something to at least cushion you before things take off and you don't want to just like quit one and then start another. Cause you don't know how long that, that new thing's going to take sure. to take off to not only um, give you enough, but replace or even go beyond what your income was as a teacher. So you want to make sure for your, I mean, if you can, whatever you can afford comfortably or live comfortably, Like, just make sure you prepare yourself ahead of time and work in those off hours that you have before you quit teaching. Awesome. Don't just move on to the next. (laughs) (laughs) 
Awesome. Well, I um, am so excited and happy that we could talk today. We had a great conversation. And I just know there are teachers out there, teacher moms out there who are going to get a lot um, from this conversation. So thank you so much, Jenna, for coming on to the podcast today. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right. Have a fantastic day, teachers.